0: When two people are convicted on the basis of their individual confessions to their
1: joint murder, what are the odds that justice has been done? I'm Floyd Patterson II, and this is the Civil Liberties Minute with American Civil Liberties Union attorney Bill Newman. In 1983, over 30 years ago, an
0: 11-year-old girl was brutally murdered in rural North Carolina, and Henry Lee McCollum and Leon Brown were convicted of the heinous crime. Of course they were. Although no physical evidence tied either defendant to the crime, they both confessed, and that was more than evidence enough. But both defendants, African-American half-brothers, are mentally disabled. After five hours of questioning, yelling, and threatening Mr. McCollum with no lawyer present, the cops got him to sign the confession to murder that they wrote. After signing, Mr. McCollum asked them, can I go home now? And Mr. Brown, after being told that his half-brother had confessed and facing similar threats, including that he would be executed if he didn't cooperate and sign, well, he signed a confession too. Now DNA evidence has exonerated both men. Those coerced but constitutionally permissible confessions, according to the cops and the courts, were false confessions. In September, Henry Lee McCollum and Leon Brown walked out of prison, innocent and free. 30 years of their lives had been stolen from them, And I'd like to know, where's the justice in that? The Civil
1: Liberties Minute is made possible by the American Civil Liberties Union because freedom can't defend itself.